Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the kickoff to the weekend. The weekend of probably staying away from other people. Yes. But uh, it's a good weekend to cozy up. Listen to the radio. Listen to like the best of Lori and Julia on Saturday. Yeah, no Listening, listen to the weekly dish on Saturday morning. Why not? Let's just stick around. Stay lay warm. Low. Lay low. Stay healthy. Do yep. what Dr. Fauci says. Do what you're told. Yes, please do. Wear we, a mask. We ha- have now like 10 times the amount we had back in March when everybody was freaking out. That's right. how bad it is. It's exploding please. everywhere. Listen to the experts. Yeah. Listen to Just do what Lori you're told. Yep. Just do what you're told. And if you need a test, I know someone who went to the airport and it was Did a breeze to do the saliva mm-hmm. test. It's free parking. We talked to Matt Belanger yesterday who went to the Minneapolis Convention Center. Yeah, we have it linked on our yeah, show page. There's a lot of stuff. free places and you can just show up too. And you can get one in the mail too, right? Or, yep, or I ordered not? that yesterday. Yeah, yeah but, but takes that, more time. It's a little bit more time on that yeah. one, but that's okay. I mean, they really want the 18 to 35 year olds to get the test. Exactly. Because they are the most likely to be asymptomatic and spreading. Yeah. But we're going to tell you what to listen to all weekend, what to watch all weekend, what to read all weekend. Okay, this might sound like a dumb question. Are we playing the War of the Worlds on Channel 45 this weekend, or was that last Uh, weekend? It got bumped to next Saturday. We'll we'll start promoting it kind of big time next week. Okay, tell us. Okay, because I thought it was No, it's going to be Saturday. It was going to be, and then they said, uh, so anyways, yeah, I'm going to make a promo for it that is going to start Monday, but yeah, it'll be a week from tomorrow on Channel 45. Very fun. All right, now, let's just back up, because literally, before Holly even got on the air, Lori just looks at me, and she goes, Kamala Harris used to date Montel Williams, and I'm thinking... Lori, you were on Monta Williams, and then immediately we were on the air. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back. So when we invented the nipple enhancers that were on Sex and the City, body perks, media galore. Oh, you wouldn't even believe it. That's kind of how we got but this Montella job. But asked me before Sex and the City. Yes. Right when that we happened. were just getting Access Hollywood and all those other shows wanted us. And then... Tell us the story. Well, just I flew to New York. Mm -hmm. I get a call from Montel's producer, and they wanted, they were doing a show on people who had crazy ideas that made it happen from more from an entrepreneurial standpoint. And uh, Montel's studio is is in the village, and Wendy Williams is his studio now, but that's where it was filmed. Okay. So it's like almost, I think it's like in the Chelsea Flower Market. Like it's in a big. Was it where we went for Access Hollywood? Uh, and Oxygen. Is yes. Where we did that okay. Interview. So anyway, flew to New York. Of course, I got you, the CEO of our company, okayed me buying the a ticket, the budget <laughs> to go and 
Bia Montel. Actually, I think they sent me a ticket. I think they did, Lori. They paid for my mm-hmm. airfare, but I didn't need a hotel. I stayed with my girlfriend. And, I, of course, my biggest thing, Rocco, was what am I going to wear? I'm going to be yeah. on national TV. Montel, which I, as a fan of Montel, Big I really time. liked his talk show. And um, go to Nordstrom. I still have the outfit that I wore. And I had a... I can't remember it, Lori. It was a, it was a fitted denim skirt but a nice kind of denim and it was had a slit on the leg and then it the bottom like fourth of the dress was embroidered like flowers kind of oh, pink okay. and and then I got a pink suede peasant top to wear I with it I remember this now okay but the pink suede peasant top ah it didn't look good on TV, Rocco. No, it looked like I was no. a mass of ripples. Okay. Because it was the sort of the same pink color as my skin in March. Yes. And it was more uh, of a blush color. A blush, yes. Mm-hmm. And I was, and I had great shoes. I had a great <laughs> pair of shoes. I still remember the shoes. And Lori's legs go, you know, she's, it's yeah. all about her legs. And my friends, two This friends. is what we worry about. Not what's going to be said, what we're well, going to wear. I knew yeah, I could I say it, but anyway, uh, but the t- the t- the top looked terrible on TV because you want to have fitted. I didn't know that then. You really do. But for for TV, you want to wear and no fitted. prints. Yeah, yeah. So the color was wrong. The material was wrong. The skirt looked good. My answers were good. He was really nice, and he just really wanted to know, you know, what my like best advice was for being, you know, an inventor and having an idea. And I think my answers were. Um, first, uh, make sure, go to all the stores and make sure you look. And I think online had just started or was The internet literally had just Just started. started. Look and make sure that it isn't a product out there. There isn't a product Mm -hmm. already because a lot of people go to spending money and making, uh, you know, investing and making something that's already out there. So I see. And this is so the sign of a times. Right. Because you had to do the legwork and go store to store and figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then I said, uh, make sure you do your intellectual property because uh, in America, patent pending is patent pending. Doesn't Doesn't mean mean anything. Jack, you know what, until you get your patent, you'll get ripped off. Mm -hmm. And, and then I, and then I, I, uh, shared the Malcolm Gladwell reading the tipping point. We played the who do you know who game, you know Rocco, game. to like be connected with uh-huh. people. Could That's how we really got our first break. It was up at my cabin, my ex's friend's sister's college roommate, Alev Akhtar, wrote for the New York Daily News. And we had a center spread on Labor Day weekend. And that was it. Yeah, nice. nipples. And, and it was because of what was it again? Your roommate's cousin's no, daughter. No, my was, ex-husband. It was just it like was this just... long story, but it really was amazing. Yeah, play the who do you know game. What do you want to accomplish? And then you ask yourself, well, who do I know that could make that happen? It was kind of it was all it's networking. It's networking yeah. basically. But it like we'd read that book right when the anyway. So it was super fun, and there were like three other or two other uh, like people that had invented stuff and. I remember I had my own, I mean, you had a green room with mm-hmm. food and snacks and didn't have to share it. Like on the game shows, you sh- all the contestants are in one big green room. I remember our green room for I've Got a Secret. Secret right. Oh, gosh. Montel had individual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just seems so long ago, Lori. Well, it was. 
20 years almost. Yeah. 18, yeah. yeah. It, it is was, 20 years. Yeah, 2001. Oh, my gosh. That is just yeah. so crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a very funny... And my two friends, you know, I've known since college. We were just laughing hysterically. And just the, couldn't even believe it. And they were there? They were in the studio audience. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And, you know, taped on a, you know, Friday afternoon. We've got so much video footage and Marco and magazine covers and stories and everything. <sighs> I still want to see Lorian to tell the truth with the... Uh... We got to find the video. I feel like we would have that, Lori, in one of those... Well, why isn't it on YouTube? I look, there's a handful of videos from that era, but yeah. not yours. Not, not yours. Not the nipple episode, which no. should be, I mean, it was... It's very breasty. Very breasty <laughs> and... And uh, perky. And, you know, there were good, uh, you know, it was John O'Hurley, so... And, I know. And then they had good, uh, you know, Ant, which people don't might not know him, but um, the guy from Designing Women, me... Meshach Taylor? Yes, Meshach Taylor, and then um, Jack A. Jack, Glory, it's just Man. so funny. <laughs> we're the three judges. Did Jack A ask you for a free sample? Oh, I gave, I think I gave her a pair of Baby Got Brown, and she was just absolutely thrilled. Mm-hmm. I brought a bunch to give to people on the set, like, you know, the the fairy nipple lady, <laughs> just handing out little nipples, velvet bags. Nipples, nipples, feed the birds, nipples. Right. Listen, boy, I'm telling you, uh, last night there was some amazing good couch happening all over late night television. It's a story we can't get enough of. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's Friday, and even though it's a Time Soup Friday and it's a Pandemic Friday, we are still, it's still so Friday. happy it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my, my gosh. gosh. And last night, so much good couch was happening. James Spader was absolutely hysterical on Jimmy Fallon. He was in studio sitting like two... Two chairs over. Two chairs over. He was very funny. It wasn't on late night, but Lenny Kravitz was in the Bahamas on his front porch talking to Kelly and Ryan. That was delightful. Then Kate Mara and Jane Lynch from Watch What Happens Live last night. She gave a shout out. He asked them what their first concert was. She's like, Alpine Valley, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I've slept in that parking lot. And I'm like, have we all been to a show at Alpine Valley? I've never I have been. Not. I haven't either. No. I don't even know where it is. I know I, it's- I've made a lot of road trips for concerts, but I, that's not one of my destinations yeah. yet. Where I, is Alpine it, Valley? It's like outside of, I don't know if it's like by Milwaukee. I, I went to one concert there uh, very it's East, East Troy. East Troy, Wisconsin. Wisconsin yeah. Yeah. I've been to Summerfest a handful of times in yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah, no, it's not that. It's a different place. Anyway, so I'm she gave a shout out to Apple Valley and then... Um, it's on, north of Lake Geneva. Thank you. And sort of south, south of Milwaukee. A lot of people of from Chicago will go yeah. to Alpine Valley. And then Jimmy Kimmel had Ellen Pompeo. Okay, so I... So Rocco, Lori and I, when Grey's Anatomy first came out... I mean, Victory Me, Patrick Dempsey, is up on our manual more than anyone else. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, that was our show, but mm-hmm. Lori couldn't stand Meredith's voice. I, we lasted... I lasted we a season... We when McDreamy was off the show when he died we, or we whatever. We left way before that, Laurie. No, we didn't. We didn't? We stayed until Did he we? left, and then we just were like, we lost our... Our, our mojo. Our boner. Our boner. <laughs> our lady boner. So, so here was what, you know, happened last night for Grey's Anatomy fans who watched it. Well, um, it was a Station 19 Grey's Anatomy crossover. So yes. it was their 19th season. Um, Grey's Anatomy has now... 
beat the record that ER? MASH had and then ER had wow. for longest for running TV years. series. So back when COVID first started, these guys started filming again, <clears throat> excuse me, in April of 2020. So COVID had started. They have always been wearing PPP stuff because of the nature of working at Gray's Hospital in, mm-hmm. you know, in Seattle. And the showrunner um, came up with an idea, Kristen Vernoff, of bringing back a dead character, and that's McDreamy. Mm-hmm. And this dream sequence that Meredith, this is probably a spoiler alert for people who haven't seen it yet. Um, I love how you tell the I'm spoiler so afterwards. Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and so um, the idea had stuck with Ellen Pompeo, who's Meredith, and she said, you know what? I'm going to call Patrick Dempsey and see if he's open to this. And, you know, we I was glad to hear this because when he left the show, it sounded like there was a lot of tension tension and stuff going on. I, I think like he was, was getting divorced. He, he was having an affair fair. with someone in food services, his marriage. They had separated at the time. There was You're stuff right. going on at the time. And so... She's telling Jimmy Kimmel the story, and Jimmy Kimmel and Ellen are friends, you could tell, because of their conversation last night outside of work. Mm -hmm. And she just said, you know what, Patrick and I, I asked Patrick, and he said, absolutely. And she said, we need something good to happen in 2020, and our fans would love this. Yes. Just seeing us be on the screen together. Right. And so she said, Patrick and I have this chemistry where I think... Even from when we first met, for some reason, I just felt like we'd known each other for a hundred years. It's the same like biking. We have this chemistry and dynamic that's always served us well. And I think we have a genuine affection towards each other. And she said, um, Derek was just said, yes, we need people need to feel good. Let's try it. Let's do it. And so they went on a walk together. They figured it out and he was all in and the show was all in, but they kept it under wraps. They sure did. I mean... For true fans, I bet they just freaked out when they saw it last night. So here was, she was also talking about, you know, Shonda Rhimes was the, uh, created the show and had recently left for Netflix. But she talks about where the genesis was for the JJ on the television okay. set. Not since McSteamy fractured his penis have we seen anything this shocking on the show. Remember that one where you carried a penis around in a cooler for the whole episode? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And there was a big fight. I, I, I may be butchering this story, <laughs> but there was like a big fight because with standards and practices, which I'm sure you deal with on occasion. Yes. There's, you know, you could say, you can say penis, but you couldn't say vagina oh at the time. God. What? And that's why, oh yeah, no, I'm getting it right. Okay. My memory is better than I think sometimes. So that's where the term JJ came from. Shonda made up JJ because standards and practices. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find Find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Would not let the, uh, the, my character say vagina, or it, I, I don't know if it was my character, um, but wouldn't let us say vagina. And, and Shauna's argument was like, we said penis in that episode 97 times. You can say penis 97 times, but you can't say vagina. And they were like, yep, yep, that's it. You can't say vagina. So she came up with the JJ. And that's how that word was. That That's how that problem. I feel was. like I'm hearing a superhero origin story right now. <laughs> this is incredible. Yeah. So we have ABC standards and practices to blame for the word vajayjay. Exactly. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, isn't that crazy that, that they said penis so, 95 that is times? That's so crazy that they, uh-huh. like, that is a bad word. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, really unbelievable. And I mean, that show came on in 2005, is when was, Grey's Anatomy premiered. And by its second season, 20 million people tuned in every week. It was such a huge hit, but it's still. It's still huge. It's number one among 18 to 34 year olds. And it's number two, 18 to 49. And uh, season 16 averaged 15 million viewers when they count all the ways streaming and stuff. And the technology is such that teenagers who were born when the show premiered later binge Grey's on Netflix now watch new episodes with their parents. Okay, I love that. Because I know my sister never watched it in real time, uh-huh. and she watches it with her kids Yeah, in Montana. Because yeah. they all watched it on Netflix. So it's a huge, huge success. And then it spawned private practice. Yes. You know, with Kate Walsh. And then she went, she's done some other things. She most recently, her greatest role was in the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. She kind of plays like an assassin, like that Miss Heffy Weffy or whatever her name is from Hunger Game. Effie Tinklebinger or whatever her name is. I right have now. no idea. You know, I'm talking about Effie in Hunger Games, the one no. that Elizabeth Banks played. I know what you're talking yeah. about. I did not see that. So no. she plays sort of an eccentric, but Kate Walsh is mm-hmm. in the Umbrella Academy. And then Station 19 is in its fourth season. And also, you know, Shonda, really, if you think about 2005, okay, you couldn't say vagina on TV. It didn't pass the thing. Penis mm-hmm. was a more acceptable word. The fact that she had three um, uh, black actors, Chandra Wilson, James Pickens Jr. and Isaiah Washington, Washington as doctors in positions of power. That yeah. was like um, great Sandra O. Oh. I mean, it, it, it really has been I a wanna, great I want to go back and watch this last episode. night yeah, because their sure. chemistry was you, undeniable. You want to know something? Hmm. There's a study that spoilers actually make people want to watch stuff more than they would otherwise i kind of all right all right because why there's so many choices and if we know a little bit more you it tickles your uh, you're like oh i want to see that that fancy it tickles your spoiler button all right got it (laughs) you know where that is (laughs) jinx oh oh crazy in love people i know someone i love that song what'd you say I heard what you said. Wait, who are we listening to? Beyonce. Who's on first? Beyonce. Beyonce. Okay, Happy so, Friday, people. So it is, uh, we got some new music today. We're going to talk to John Bream uh, next hour. He's had a 
Superstar Week with interviews with both Carrie Underwood and Smokey Robinson. Oh, cool! But um, okay, so we're gonna start with uh, we're gonna start with Billie Eilish. Um, uh, the song is called "Therefore I Am." She'll be performing this at the American Music Awards in a couple weeks. This song, it's called "Therefore I Am." Great diss track. The video, she's basically in a shopping mall romping around. Here we go. Yeah. I love her. I mean, I was listening to her old, the very first. The words of this, it's a good diss track. I don't know who she's writing about. You know, but uh, she's romping around in a mall. So anyway, I'll be curious to see what she does with that live. But it's not quite as, it's got a little bit more. Um, of a beat, beat, I guess, and some of her other more kind of, yeah, dreamier. I'm gonna give it a uh, 65 percent, Lori. Oh, all right. How about you guys? That's all right. I've never, you know, I like her. And I especially liked when she did. Um, was it a the tribute on the Grammys? Was it yeah. when she did yesterday? But that was the first time I was like, whoa, whoa she's she can, she's yeah. more than just this pop, you know, thingy thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd have to hear that song again. But I, I like it. I like it. Um, okay, then this one is. We've posted the video. I'm going to warn you, it's slightly terrifying holiday cosplay (laughs) and a takedown of the music business, but in a good way, okay? So you can watch the video. This is Lil Nas X. It's like slightly terrifying, kind of how I found Drew Barrymore so slightly terrifying in her exuberance. Yes. But it's like he's kind of doing a cosplay of the whole Santa thing and the... It's a wild video. It's a wild you, you video. You find Drew Barrymore terrifying? She did initially her okay. enthusiasm on her show. Because she's dressed like a, like Jill Clayburgh from the <laughs> eight, early 80s. You know, the long, long um, skirts, palazzo pants, um, you know, the pussy bow tops and all of that. I don't know. She, and then she's wildly excited, you know. So, I get it. That's, yeah. That could be ter- terrifying to some people. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then big Palazzo height. pants can be terrifying to people. Yeah, well, they can. And she's just so exotic, ex- you know, whatever. So Exuberant. Exuberant, that's it. Okay, so the next song, uh, this is really, her name is Kelsey Coleman. The song is called Break Mine. And I, it's very, uh, like, uh, reminds me of an early 2000 kind of uh, R&B, maybe some of the... Some of the ladies that we love in the early... I like that. Kind of moody. Moody yeah. poppy. See, this is where I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's good. So that's Kelsey Coleman. Mm-hmm. Break mine. All right. Now, our next selection, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, is... Um, her name is Bene, B-E-N-E-E, and the song is cool, as in cool, like cool cigarettes, or cool in the gang with the K. <laughs> and I would call this dance rock. Bene. Bene. I would I call her know. Beanie. Bene. 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 She's from New Orleans, Rocco. Where you get a Bene? Sprinkle her with powdered sugar. That's right. Uh, but the whole thing is like in her house. She's what, I don't know what a Sims girl is, but they said this video is for Sims girls. S I M S. Because we had the other girls a while back. Oh, yeah, what was that? The... Um, the, the sweatshirt girls in the in the short shorts and the big sweatshirts. And the Hoogan Flugan yes. backpacks, Ravel stock what? or whatever they're called. Well, there's so many new terms. I know, and you probably up. didn't know what cosplay when when I was saying that about Little Nas I X didn't, and I was looking it up. I had no idea. 
Sims girls. I mean, Sims is like a like a, a kind game. of a virtual reality video right. game. Like, and are you, you can, at your home and in your living? Yeah, room you can create you know homes and that's what the video is. Like is like right. she's at in her home. She's looking at a thing. And... Well, that makes sense. We're we're old. We, yeah. we, we, we're trying. <laughs> Where you can dress up the girls yeah. in the video. Okay, yeah. yeah. Have no idea. Cool. And cosplay, Julia, is when you, you're basically dressing up as a character. Sometimes people in fantasy, if you dress up, you know, and you're Little Red Riding and you're the Big Bad Wolf, you're I, doing cosplay. I had to look it up, Rocco. <laughs> okay, I knew that one. I didn't yeah, know cosplay. Did yeah. And I'm like, wow, this show is over my head. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. look up things. You could be good at, I mean, you, you know, you could be good at cosplay. You, Everybody can be yeah. good at cosplay. Play if they have the right a couple Costumes. of props. Right. Yeah. You're little, Julia. You could be Tinkerbell or right. you know some kind of fairy. I mean, like when that. you look at Little Nas X, it is slightly that terrifying. Holiday Can we post cosplay. this video? It's posted, okay. Little Nas. Okay, so then the the another song we're going to play is you had told us about this um, via Chris Riemann Schneider. I think maybe a month ago, and we talked to Tina Shalesky mm-hmm. about the Me Too Minneapolis compilation that like. I don't know, 16 or 17 different artists wrote songs and contributed it. And it is, they're selling it at a competing radio station or whatever. Yes. But, um, I haven't been able to listen to all the songs, but uh, Katie Vernon, um, friend of the show, amazing Very, yes. singer, and performs sometimes with Dan Israel, ukulele. She's got a song on the Me Too Minneapolis compilation, and it's called um, Shine. I good, like her. Right? I like her so I much. Her I like her so much. She's yeah. so good. And I want to go back a little bit, Lori, to the little Nas X. Yeah. It's a futuristic Christmas type setting in a spaceship. Like I said, it's yeah. terrifying it, a little bit. I know, but it's kind of funny. It's and so it's a music funny. business takedown, too. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny. So, yeah. all right. Well, that's some good stuff. And on that Me Too Minneapolis compilation, everybody wrote, you know, contributed their own song. And it's just like addressing if they had a, their own Me Too thing, Tina Shlesky's. Yep. It was a Dear Harvey Weinstein yep. song. And uh, beautiful music. Be- yeah, great music. Yep. And so, anyway, so that is uh, New Music Friday. Um, I did want to play this song, Avenue Beat, featuring Jesse Reyes. And it's called F2020. And it was a viral hit on. TikTok, but I just didn't, I couldn't even find a remix that didn't have okay the F word in it, but <laughs> the is, song is called F2020. Right. Yeah. This it's, is the problem yeah. right now, mm-hmm. because I asked um, my music, um, I don't do Spotify, I think Rocco, you do Spotify, yep. and I do Apple, and I asked them this morning, you know, play me the new music, the top 20 yeah. hits, every single <laughs> song. song has the F word has the N word mm-hmm. has the every word and you're like, is that because when they like Spotify is they don't have to like censor it so they oh, don't well, give you the radio version. Well, of course they don't give you the radio friendly yeah. version, but it's because almost, there's a lot of songs that you wouldn't even like. Sometimes you hear them on the radio and you never knew that there was a bad word in it. True, one hundred percent. Like well, I don't, like know. let's get it started in yeah. here by the Black Eyed Peas. I had the original oh, right. CD and Same. it was let's get retarded in here. Yeah, that's what it. And I had said. that before it was even played on the radio, and then they switched it over. And I'm going back fifteen years or something, mm-hmm. but I mean. 
So much of it, it, but it's so offensive. I find listening to the raw Can stuff. Can you ask Spotify to play the read? It's hard. Version? Yeah, I've never tried. I, I have. But I have to them. look hard. You I know, think, like oh. for this bit, I was like, okay, I got to make sure I got the right little Nas. It's X. hard. And then even when we're playing the clean version, I'm like, I really hope I got the right the one. Version, here. right? I'm looking over at the dump button just in case. Right. Yeah, there is really, there really are so many swear words in mm. music right now. Yeah. All right. Even even Ariana Grande's new song. Oh, that is that is a good dirty album. I know, but I mean, I want to listen to it, but it's it's Do, you listen can't. To it. You, we'd have to bleep out every word. You know, she just uh, knocked uh, Miley Cyrus. Um, uh, Miley had the record of um, fastest woman to accumulate three number one albums. Ariana's bumped her. She has, yeah, because she's had. Listen, she's not afraid to work. No, um, it only like her, Adele. Yeah, two. Yeah, unlike Adele, who takes her time. Five years and counting, Adele. Um, Ariana took her two years, three months to have a trio of number one albums. Wow. Because 2018 Sweetener, 2019 Thank You Next, and now 2020 Positions. Plus, the hit stuck with you with yeah, Justin Bieber right. during the COVID. And then I- she broke her own record when your know, Positions went to number one. Right. She's good. Yeah. So she really is. Anyway, so yeah, that's that is going on, and the people that are on the Me Too Minneapolis, um, uh, the songs, uh, some of the artists are Mary Bu, Sarah Morris, Annie Mack, our girl Maida. Yeah, love Maida. Love Maida. Oxygen Tank is her song, of course. Tina Shalesky, Chastity Brown, Katie Vernon. Um, so Annie Fitzgerald. There's a lot of good artists. All right, listen, we'll be right back. We've got some very exciting news to share. Hey, everybody. Thanks uh, for hanging out with us. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, Julia, they, somebody posted, I think, um, a posted from the Chanahassan. Remember we did the big whopping wedding? Yes. And they're posting us. There goes Donnie, oh, Jason. Is, is this on Twitter or where? It's on Facebook. The Chanhassen Dinner Theater posted it. Oh, my God. You and I are carrying roses. There's Marjorie. We're all in black. Remember that? We had, That was super fun. 2010. That was 10 was years ago. Was that 10 years ago? Wow. Oh, my God. I just saw myself in a one-shouldered ruffled thing. But, and we're actually throwing flowers like we're flower girls. Mm-hmm. That was a huge... I forgot about that. Oh, I did too, but I came across a photo of us. We looked good that day. I will say that. People yeah. had to win a con... They had to enter of why they yes. wanted to get married yes. at the yes. Chan. Yes, yeah. Ian married them. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh. So anyway, that's kind of fun. All right, well, um, Harry Styles has made history today, Julia. I saw this this and morning. This is, this is posted. Harry Styles is the first solo male cover star of Vogue. He's also wearing a Gucci gown with a jacket over it, kind of blowing up a balloon. And um, it's just, I don't know if the 72 questions is up, but oh my goodness, he... Um, was running through a field in a kilt with no he shirt really, on. He and really. I'm, I'm looking at all of his tattoos, knowing the story of every one of them. Julia asked me anything, and I can tell I, you. I'm looking at. Oh, look, the mermaid, the green bay. Yeah, right. <laughs> one of my favorites is him wearing. The pirate ship. No, I like the kilt with the socks, the white, you know, socks with the black shoes, jumping on a, up and down a trampoline. He's in a bathroom looking it looks at hot. a field. You guys, you so will want to look at these. These pictures will make you happy. Mm-hmm. 
So this will be on uh, newsstands in a couple weeks, but it's the December 2020 issue. And what a fun idea. Harry Child is on the cover, people. It's a fun idea. <laughs> Rocco, do you like the fashions? Is there something here you want to wear um, in I, your cosplay at I home this not. weekend? The little Bo Peep costume you know, if particularly. If my wife asked me to wear a kilt, I'd wear a kilt. Wear I take your quest. Kilts look good on guys Yeah, with nice legs. Uh-huh. I think a kilt with the sock, the right sock, yeah. and a nice shoe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny you talk about Oprah because... I thought that's where Vijay J came from, which we learned last she segment that it, it was from, from Shonda, Shonda Rhimes. Yeah, yeah, Shonda. Shonda put it in the vernacular. I'm glad. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Alan Pompeo set the world straight because Oprah has gotten credit yes, for that. Yes, she has. It's funny to see the look on Kimmel's face. He's like, oh. you know, he's learning like... Breaking news. And <laughs> vagina is a Latin word yeah. for, crying she, loud, right? she, for crying out loud. Right. We had that we, we had that Latin test yesterday. We didn't we didn't even have equality with our words in two thousand and five. I mean, that is just something else. Anyway, so we've come a long way now with Harry Styles in a Gucci gown and a jacket on the cover of Vogue magazine. Looking like I, I'm just a gonna snack say this is worth it. These photos are worth it. Go to the Lori and Julia show page. I mean, those are worth it to me. Yeah. yeah. That makes me happy because he's so yummy. He really is. Just love love him. Okay. Um, this was very funny. So, you know, um, we heard that uh, Emily and Paris had got renewed for yes, season yes, two. Yes, yes. And people are very excited because Darren Starr has potentially found Sex and the City gold with Emily in Paris. It would kind of be what would a younger Carrie's life be if she ended up in Paris instead of New York. Yes. And um, even though there were like some cliches in the show, it was hilarious and just such a great escape and the glamorification. And if you of need Paris. to smile this weekend and you haven't watched it yet, it's on Netflix yeah. and it's just a half an hour shows and there's like eight. It's, it's so good. So really fun. Um, but. Uh, they wanted us to know, this is so funny, Netflix tweeted out a couple days ago, friendly reminder, Emily in Paris is supposed to be pronounced with a French accent, so Emily in Paris rhyme, i.e. Emily in Paris. Oh, okay. this is funny. Paris in Paris. And mm-hmm. so people um, then started tweeting back, including... Um, Target tweeting back and they said, well, what, what rhymes Target. with Target and yeah. Netflix tweeted back Ellie May. So it's just been this whole kind of funny thing on um Because that Twitter. was when, with Target years ago, you'd call it Target, Target to give it a French flair. It was fancier because we all end up buying so much other stuff besides, you know, the main toilet right. paper and groceries right. from them. And I guess there were like some of the, you know, faux highbrow Francophiles were really appalled that we were calling it Emily in Paris. But we call Paris Paris because 
you're not native speaking, you sound kind of like, oh, I mean, you can say, I love to go to gay Paris. Then you're, I, I can't wait to go to Paris. But most people will just still call Paris, Paris, unless you speak Because French. most people haven't even been there. Right. Or, but you don't speak <laughs> no, French. Right. So you just print. It's like, um, you know, like, Italians pronounce Rome as Roma. Roma. And Florence no, is Ferenzi. Barcelona is Barcelona. the one. And we call it Barcelona, but but Lori went there, Remember Rocco. Remember when you went oh, to yeah. the first time Barcelona. you go to, go to Europe and you're like, what do you mean? We're, what's Forenzi? I'm looking for right, Florence. Right. right. No, 100%. Yeah, you know, Venezia. Is, is that a box Venezia? Of, where's that? Where's, where's, right. Right. That is so true. <laughs> Rocco, do you speak Italian? You know, I when I studied abroad there in 92, I learned some, and then it, it sort of all went away. Yeah. yeah. Especially like when I was working in restaurants, I'd get it mixed up with my Spanish. Spanish, yeah. And then it all kind of disappeared. But we went last spring, or last, you know, June, I guess that's spring, and, you know, some of it came back to me. I was able to make my way around town. And you can town. read it, and it does kind yeah. of come back to you, you know? like I know yeah. how to find, like, cheese... Steak, <laughs> right at a menu. Oh yeah, yeah. it's so you much know, easier than you can read a menu. French, you know how to apologize, say hello and goodbye. Apologize for not speaking. Hello and goodbye, and and where it is and then a good old you know mm-hmm. no curse word or two in case you need to. In case you need to need to use that. I think the F one is universal though. It's recognized <laughs> very much so. I really do. Okay, so last night at pickleball. I missed, I pretended I was using a tennis racket instead of a ping pong paddle racket, basically. And I missed the ball so many times. I can't tell you how many times that F word came out of my mouth. So loud. It is recognized and not always welcome. Yeah, no, <laughs> Not I, always welcome, I'm going to add. I, I remember a couple, maybe like five years ago at bowling and one team complained to the league's ooh, president ooh. not about any one team but they thought there was entirely too much swearing at bowling we could get disqualified in tennis for okay it. you don't at a bowling right. alley okay it, there were so many effenheimers being thrown at the captain's meeting to address this thing <laughs> people were just like bleep that person who oh, believe it this is a bowling alley and i mean what is this girl scouts we're not at it you know i mean people were just yeah let us swear at you know. I know, but I was sports. just complaining about it in the music right. earlier. So yeah, I know. And I guess it's fine if it comes out of my mouth, but not others. Right there, there you we go. go. There you go. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 